Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, again, final hour of power right here on a Thursday afternoon. LW coming up next. About an hour from right now, that would be Linnell Willie. I'll say his name the right way. We like to tease him. Lionel, Lionel, Lunel. The whale. See, I don't like to call him that. That's Doc's thing. I mean, I made it very clear to him yesterday that I, 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 being of larger carriage, I ain't call it anybody the whale. Now, you skinny minis. You can do whatever the hell you want. You can do whatever the hell you want. All right, let's round up the final round of phone calls here uh, on this, and then I'm going to get into some other things uh, coming up next segment because I got a list of things that I prepare every day for the show, and then we generally focus in on one big picture item, and today it's obviously been the season ticket holder increase. Look, in, in summarizing how I feel about this, I mean, of course I don't want you guys to pay more. Of course I don't want you guys to get charged more. Of course I want you guys to have a better experience. Of course I want the product on the field better. I do understand that inflation is a thing, that they spent a ton of money. I do understand that, and I would rather them, I guess, do it this way somewhat incrementally then have a good year on the field this upcoming year, 10, 11, 12 wins in 2024, obviously not this year, and then raise the prices by 30% in one offseason. You know, if you tie it strictly to on-field performance, whether you raise or don't raise, eventually you are going to, eventually we think, you're going to figure it out and get to be a winning product, and then people are going to be really, really upset if there's like a 30% increase or 20 not that you have to do that, but again, that's what teams are kind of looking at. And unfortunately, I would just say this, that while I understand it and I understand they've spent a lot of money, the profit that they are going to bring in, the profit that they are going to bring in, for just this year alone, bad product on the field, not, is so enormous that it makes you wonder, really? I know you did a lot. I know you saved us. 
But did you really have to do that? And that's the problem. There's only one other, there's only one NFL team. You know, it's not the same as if somebody sells a, you know, a, a pound of turkey, deli turkey, and, you, and, and and they're charging $13 a pound, and you say, eh, yeah, that's too rich for my blood. I'm going to go with the $9 a pound one. I mean, there isn't that option here. There just isn't that option. All right, final round of phone calls. Uh, let's go to our buddy uh, Sean in Connecticut, uh, who uh, I will uh, get to say hello to at the Army-Navy game on Saturday. Sean, how are you? Good, Chris. We finally got the tickets today. So I saw I can, that. I saw well, that. I I, yeah. I got to get back to you. I'll. I'll uh, it's been a kind of a hectic day trying to do a bunch of different things oh, yeah, on the side. So, no problem. Don't don't worry about it. I was just. It's just nice to relax about it. Um, but yeah, no. It's. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, before we can enjoy a great football game with two or one great team and one, I guess they're okay team. Um, <laughs> We have to talk about one of the worst teams, and it's just I understand, and like I think that caller that called in, I didn't agree with everything he said, but like he does have a point. Like the owner can do what they want, but just because they can do what they want doesn't make whatever they want to do okay. Because and obviously we've we learned that the hard way, um, but <clears throat> I just feel like it's kind of tone deaf, and I do think you have a point that I, it's better to do it incrementally than. 30% in one off season. But also I do think that if, if they waited until next year and progress has been made, I, I think that they could, you said it was a 9% raise. I think they could sneak in like a, a 15% raise and people would be more successful. Like they, they'd be more okay with it because we finally have, like we're finally headed in the right direction. And I think, everyone thinks we are with the new ownership because it's obviously it's a big upgrade, but we still have to see it translate to the field. And just because they're not dance Snyder doesn't mean we're going to, they're right. going to be win like good winning owners. And so I just think it's, 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 it's not surprising. And it's, an, it's obviously it's never fun for anyone to have to pay more. And it's funny because at the beginning of this year, I was really contemplating just getting one season ticket just to have it for myself and maybe sell a couple of games or give them to people I know, whatever, just to have it because I, I, there was a decent deal and, and I was, I really was thinking about it. And like, as a college student, that's a really, it's a big investment for yes, me. It is. Um, and so, I, uh, and of course I wasn't going to be a super good student, whatever. It doesn't matter. But the way this year has gone, I would definitely not do it next year. And that was before the price increase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just realized that, why especially because i'm not local and i'm gonna miss out miss out on some of the exclusive experiences or it's just like it just doesn't seem at least right now to be worth it for all the stuff that they give you but just to end off on i i've just uh, there was another caller who called in i think he said he has he has season tickets but he gives them to his uh, uh grandchildren yep and he said like why if they want to they can just go on a second and i couldn't agree more because i've been to what three games this year and one of the games I got a free ticket, which was a super nice um, – I, I would shout the guy out, but I'm blanking on his name now. Um, and then the other two ones I literally bought, like, the night before the game mm-hmm. because it was just a better deal for me. And obviously one was at MetLife. But the moral of the story is it's just 
it's I understand it. It's just a little tone deaf, right. and I understand why some fans have a problem with it because in the past couple and like the past while, it just seems like they mess up everything and they get every little thing wrong. So I would just I would expect them to be extra cautious. See, but he also did spend six billion dollars on a like a horrible franchise and a piece of crap stadium so i can kind of get but it. generally you're absolutely right across the board sean the one thing i will say is how they are probably going to internalize and justify it is you know what we took a leap of faith we want we need you to take a leap of faith with us even though they don't really need it we need you to and yeah. believe and believe in us that we're going to get the on-field product fixed and yeah instead of killing you in one off season they're going to spread it out and do what they're doing again incremental inflationary type increases and that's you know again that's their like hey i guarantee if they lose 5000 season ticket holders right somebody's yeah. going to be able to point internally and say well maybe we shouldn't have done what we did let's not do that next off season win or lose so you know we'll we'll find out and and hopefully uh, where it goes, we we will see. I'll talk to you uh, over the weekend. Obviously, we'll get together uh, and uh, come and say hello. Uh, and hopefully, it won't be too damn cold out. Uh, and uh, we'll have some fun <laughs> at the Army Navy game. Appreciate you, Sean. As always, thank you. Uh, let's go to Lou. What up, Lou? How are you? I'm good. What's going on, Chris? Sweet Lou. How are you? Can't complain, man. I'm complaining about the ticket, though. I mean, it's just. Uh, the timing of it is just not, you know, it's just not right. Like, they could have waited maybe like another season, see how the team progress and things like that. But, like, in a, in a bye week, your team is four and eight. Like, what are we doing? Like, I feel like Snyder's back at that, you know, Ashburn. That's what it felt four, like. Four and nine, Lou. Four and nine. Don't forget about four and nine, not four and eight. Yeah, four and eight. That's what I'm going to say. But it's just, it's just not, it's just not right. Like, like I said, they could have just wait maybe like a season, another season. And then, you know, maybe <clears throat> then you could go ahead and, and do whatever you want to do, you know, raise the price or whatever. But just right, like, you know, right, like in the bye week and you dropping this news, like it's, it's some something we're supposed to be proud of. Like you pushing the fans away. Like I'm not trying to go. I certainly don't have a, money to, to, to be going to know, you know, to mm -hmm. buy a season ticket for sure. Right. But I, I do Here's the thing: if they were nine and four, I wonder if they were nine and four, and it was the bye yeah. week, how this would be met. I don't know. I mean, but it it wouldn't be met as it wouldn't be met as distastefully. I, I can tell you that. Yeah, like 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 you say, Chris. If the product was, if they was winning, if they was doing right, if everything was right, if everything was moving in the right direction, you you still not moving in the right direction. It's like we like you keeping the coach. Which is is is, is just it's a mind blowing. Like you, he he literally told the other coach the other day, uh, "I'm tired of watching you guys on tape before the game." I'm like, "What the hell is this guy talking about? Like, what are you saying? Like, you you really don't care, Chris." That's what I was saying. Like, this guy doesn't care, and that's why we fed up. We don't want to see this guy. He just he just you know he just waiting for his time to, to say yeah I mean to, to I guess wait for his uh, pink slip when the season is over. Yeah, I, I so, think I mean I think at this point Ron is pretty much you know resigned himself to he's going on vacation starting uh, you know January seventh. Appreciate it, Lou. Uh, good to hear from you. Let's go to our buddy Jeff in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? How are you, Chris? How are you? I just got a uh, 
a memory on my social media. It was a year ago today. I sent you guys that delicious ice cream. Oh, so. wait a second. What that was? Does that mean today is your birthday? No, no, no. Last week was my birthday. Oh my gosh, I missed it. I'm sorry. Happy birthday! Happy and birthday, ha- Jeff. Yeah. How about Thanks. Jake Browning giving you a yeah. birthday present? Huh? Uh, I was there Monday night. It was pretty exciting. Oh boy. Um, I, I, I hope. Tr- I hope Trevor Lawrence is okay. That yeah, I think he'll you know, be fine. For, for somebody who's watched a lot of people get hurt and throw their helmet on the field and all that stuff, it, it was almost – I'm not even going to compare it to DeMar Hamlin, but the stadium was loud, and then it goes to being in a library. And you just get this feeling in your stomach that's just like, oh, man, this yeah. isn't good. Well, so, I mean, um, it, initially it was way worse than – I guess what it's turned out to be and make no mistake about it. It's not great. And he's going to, I mean, they say he's still got a chance of playing. There's no chance he's playing this Sunday, but I I mean, there's a possibility he could be back for, I don't know, the Christmas Eve week or, you know, the, um, you know, the, the game, I I forget who their schedule is the game right after, you know, Christmas second to last, you know, game of the regular season yeah. or maybe the last game of the regular season. We'll have to see, obviously. I mean, all high ankle sprains do not heal the same. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that's so, a huge win uh-huh. still for your guys. And that was one thing that I wanted to bring up today, uh, with these enormous point spreads and how people get them wrong all the time. I mean, you guys were nine, nine and a half point dogs, I think, on the road against Trevor Lawrence and an eight and three team. And with a backup quarterback who came in and played like a combination of Johnny Unitas and Tom Brady. I hit a nice money line bet uh, <laughs> Monday Atta night. Boy. Atta boy. So, uh, I'll, I'll take it. Hey, uh, safe travels to Boston. I'm so jealous. I'm going to get to that game one of these years. Well, Are next year it's at FedEx Field. Field. Next year it's at FedEx uh, yeah, Field. So. Yeah. Are you staying in Providence, I hope? Uh, not staying in Providence. Uh, we're staying uh, right in the heart of downtown Boston because that's what USAA, who you know does the sponsorship for the game, uh, they decide. So uh, that's their official corporate hotel. I'm staying in uh, Copley Place, which is, uh, uh, I don't know exactly where, how to describe it, but I mean, I think most people have heard of you know probably Copley Place in Boston. But that yeah, that's where we're staying. Yeah. And then they shuttle us and all that stuff out uh, to Gillette Stadium. So I don't have to drive, which is the the best yeah you're right around the corner from Fenway I, I lived there for five or six years I was going to say take the commuter rail from South Station you're going to be people think FedEx is hard to get to just wait just Gillette wait. Stadium yeah. I've heard is uh I've never been there oh. I've heard it's a bear yeah, one Thank, road in. thanks pal I appreciate you happy late birthday we appreciate you and that ice cream was delicious remember that oh yes I remember that I mean Greater, was it Graders? Grinders? Graders. Graders. And I have been going back to Harris Teeter because they're the only. Oh, I didn't realize the that. Only okay. place that sells it in Atta the area. Not a boy. I haven't had some. I haven't had that since, you know, that time. And, and I mean, you know. Harris Teeter sells it in the area. I, I got to try and avoid the full flavor everything, ice cream especially. This girlish physique. Not so girlish physique is uh takes you a know. lot of work to build up. <laughs> I, I I will tell you this. I am so looking forward to having some clam chowder or some lobster bisque this weekend. I will tell you that. I don't care if it's gonna warm up or not. It's what I want. I hope in the press box on Saturday they say, Here, here's a big gold kettle. 
a weird uh, thing to have at a football no, game. It, it just seems I, weird I've, to have in a football press box clam chowder. It's Boston. It is Boston, but chowder just I mean, doesn't seem like for. a... With the amount of electronics, having chowder seems like a poor... No. Especially with the rooster on board, that seems like a poor decision. Uh, I'm not bringing my computer to the game. Smart man. I'm, I'm bringing my phone, my charger, and that's... Because we got to leave... Just a quick note. And again, USA Today does a tremendous job. Uh, we got, I got to leave my hotel at like 9 o'clock in the morning, I think, for a 3 o'clock game so that they can shuttle us there and so that we can be on the field for walk-on and for all the pregame ceremonies and, you know, all that. And I don't, I mean, I, you know, I don't know who else is going to be there, but, you know, I don't know if the the president is going to be there. I mean, I haven't heard anything about that, but sometimes the president of the United States shows up. That's going to, you know, whatever. So anyway, uh, I got to leave at like 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning for a three o'clock kickoff. So we'll see. But it's all in the fun. It's all in the fun. Show from there tomorrow. Um, got a bunch of good guests uh, coming on, including Ross Tucker and Hugh Douglas, of course, former Eagle. Ask about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts and, of course, Army-Navy and everything to boot. Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, man, I'm going to have to get some serious lobster bisque or clam chowder or both. That's what I did the one and only other time I was in Boston. I just did both. I couldn't make up my mind. They're both great. 
But I went to a fancy, fancy, schmancy steakhouse. Uh, Eddie V's, I want to say, in Boston. And I said, all right, I got to get lobster bisque. So they come out, and I had never seen it, uh, like, poured this way or served this way. Maddie, they they put a tiny little piece of lobster meat, maybe about that small. You could see, like, the circle, the circumference of my fingers. They put it in the bottom of the bowl, and then they poured, like, from this kettle or whatever – the cream and the and the soup mixture. The bisque, yeah. The bisque. And that was the lobster bisque. It wasn't like the lobster was in the soup because they probably don't want it to get rubberized yeah. or overcooked or whatever. And it's not like they gave you a couple of pieces of lobster. It was like this tiny little thing. And they charged me like $16 for it. I was like, eh, this is the most expensive non-lobster bisque that I've ever had. I don't know how much freedom you're going to have to go two different places uh-huh. to eat but if you want the best so little preface my family one of our my uncles used to live up in boston uh-huh. Boston. so from the time i was i don't know three until maybe 10 mm-hmm. every summer we would take a trip up to boston so we have our own family place that is the best clam chowder mm. up there the sail loft it's over by the uh aquarium down on the water Literally, it's a restaurant that's built onto a pier, so mm. you're over the water as you're eating. Mm. It is the best clam chowder in all of Boston. I understand people are going to have hot takes on that and disagree with me. That's my my opinion. Go there if you want some damn good clam chowder. Interesting. Okay, I might have to hit you up for the name of that because I will have... You know, I get in late tonight, right? So by the time I get in, I'm just going to be like, you know, probably looking for... A, a quick bite to eat somewhere, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, maybe at the hotel bar. I, I don't know. Tomorrow, I have, you know, like breakfast. I have the show. I have to tape interview, whatever, um, during the day. I'm busy up until 4 o'clock. After 4 o'clock and before this Russell Dickerson concert, which is at like 9.30, I want to say, um, I, ha- I do have some time. So I could probably hop in an Uber or on the T or something. And go get, and go get some really, really good chowder. I just sent you the link. All right, I might have to do that. I might have to, I might have to, you know, figure it out because that's what's important to me. It's not, it's not eating like lobster, you know, the way most New Englanders. Sure, like they they love that stuff and with the bib and all that crap and cracking all the. I don't care about any of that. All I care about is nice, warm soup. See, That's it. If you if you really I'm, I'm do a it man right, of simple means. If you really do it right, uh-huh. right after the sail loft, about I don't know, maybe a quarter of a mile away, is a fantastic place over on in the Italian section called Mike's Cannolis, oh. which has been on the Food Network for their cannolis more times than I can count, and they are also fantastic. Mm. So you get a bowl of soup, you just walk on down to Mike's Cannolis, mm. get yourself a cannoli, and have hey, yourself a great day. Have a day. cannoli over here. Yeah, cannoli over here. All right. So we actually have to talk about uh, some real sports. Uh, <laughs> two things, three things actually in baseball that I wanted to bring up. Uh, first of all, Jamer Candelario is not coming back to the Nationals. There was a lot of rumors about that. 
Uh, you know, Mike Rizzo had said, you know, something very complimentary. Of course, everybody took that to mean that the Nationals were going to bring back Jamie Candelaria after trading him uh, to the Chicago Cubs at the trade deadline. That's not happening. Why? Because, and as soon as I saw the numbers on this, I knew he wasn't coming back, like meaning before he agreed to the contract. The Cincinnati Reds, who haven't spent a lot of money over the years, but are now a contender because they have some really good young prospects and young talent, much like the Nationals, but they're a little bit more advanced because they've sucked for a lot longer. They signed Jamer Candelaria to a three-year, $45 million deal. It's an average of, of course, say it with me, about $15 million per year. I mean, listen, the Nationals got Jamer Candelaria from the Tigers last year after they uh, they didn't um, extend him a qualifying offer for one year and $5 million. I mean, Jamie Candelaria is a nice player. He's a nice player. But he's not worth $15 million. So I can't kill the Nationals. Now, they did sign Nick Senzel for $2 million plus $1 million in incentives. Now, Senzel can play a bunch of different positions. I think he'd play first, third, second. I want to say left, but I could be wrong on that. I'm not looking at his baseball reference page. But he can play like four or five different positions. So he'll be a super utility guy. Problem is, is he gets hurt, right? And, I mean, who are we kidding? Um, You know, he's not going to lift you into the playoffs or catapult you a certain direction. Right, he's a nice player. They're not bringing back Dominic Smith. They're not bringing back um, uh, was Dickerson. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, they're not bringing him back. Last year, uh, a WAR of zero point zero, so exactly even. In 301 at-bats, 13 home runs, 71 hits, 236 batting average, 49 runs scored, 42 RBI, 6 stolen bases, an on-base percentage of 297, a slugging of 399, an OPS of 696. I mean, you know, you have to take everything into context here. Like, he's a utility player. That's what he is. Not an everyday player, Not certainly not a, like, utility, uh, an everyday player that you expect to, again, catapult you. Uh, career high in games played, 110. And that was in 2022. So, I mean, Nick Senzel is, you know, again, can he help you? Sure. Uh, Let me uh, look up the defense if I can uh, and get you where he can play. Standard fielding. uh, So they list him just, uh, yeah, okay. Left field, right field, second base. Third base, and I thought he could play a little first base, and maybe he can, uh, but I don't know if he has or not. So, for whatever, I mean, whatever it's worth. He doesn't play enough. Yeah, he's never played uh, a game at first base in his major league career. Um, so, He's played a um he's played more in center field 267 appearances 
in center field, a little bit in left, a little bit in right. So you can play all three outfield positions, but mostly center field. And the most games he's played in the infield is at third base. So he hadn't played first, but I'm sure eventually he could play first. Remember, they're kind of, you know, looking for some competition for Carter Keyboom. And as well, now they've got to replace Dom Smith. Dom Dom, they let him go. Again, Sanzel doesn't answer all the questions. There, Here's what the Nationals are going to do. They're going to wait until like late January and then hop on some guy that gets desperate. Some guy that knocks down his price by like 50% on a one-year deal. That's what they're going to do. And I think they might do that for a first baseman type. And I think they might do that for a starting pitcher type. Like maybe... I don't know, two weeks before pitchers and catchers report, which would be probably like early February, so maybe three weeks, late January, early February. I guarantee you they're not going to spend any money now, or I shouldn't say I guarantee you. I'm guessing, I think, I feel, they're not going to spend any money now. Senzel only cost them a couple of million dollars. And then they'll spend whatever money they spend later on when the prices come down, the market comes down, and everybody gets a little desperate and a little bit itchy. Because remember, they want to be competitive, but they don't want to necessarily block the direct paths of some of their young talent. We'll see how it all shapes out. But they don't want to spend a lot of money, certainly, on a player that they think is going to block the path and advancement of some of their young studs. You know, James Wood or Brady House or whoever. All right. So Juan Soto got traded late last night, in case you weren't paying attention, to the New York Yankees. Teams have already announced the deal. The Yankees also got outfielder Trent Grisham, who I think has won two gold gloves. And the Padres get five players in return, players you've never heard of. Right-handed pitchers, Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Johnny Brito, and Randy Vasquez. And you, pro- well, I should say, you probably heard of catcher Kyle Higoshi, uh, uh, I forgot how to say his name, uh, Higashiaka, whatever his name is. Doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, they didn't get, they got one top 100 prospect in MLB Pipeline. One, Drew Thorpe, one of the right-handers. Vasquez, Randy Vasquez, one of their pitchers, is the Yankees' 13th-ranked prospect. So they did not get, in terms of quality, anything close to what the Nationals got. And you could say, well, that's a bad job by the Padres. Maybe. Here's the deal. He's only got one year left on his contract. Nobody knows where Juan Soto is going to wind up a year from now and how much it's going to cost, including the Yankees. Yankees don't know if he's going to automatically come back. Who knows? It'll, of course, depend on how this year goes or if they would even want to bid 500 plus million. But the bottom line is you can't compare these two deals meaning the Nationals trade for Juan Soto a year and a half ago, 
let's call it a year and a half ago, at the deadline in 2022. You can't compare that trade in any way, shape, or form to this trade. Part of the reason why the Padres paid what they paid in terms of compensation back is because they had the ability to control Juan Soto for two and a half years and to have three theoretical postseason runs. They got one out of it. Not this past year. They were only like two games over 500, and that was an improvement from where they were most of the year. We talked about that several times. They were a disaster for the most part. They did finish reasonably strong, and part of that is because Soto finished strong. Now, listen, when you hear Juan Soto's stats from last year, you go, oh, typical Juan Soto. That's great. 35 home runs, 109 RBI, 275 batting average, 97 runs scored, right? Typical Juan Soto. But I would tell you this. Juan Soto was not great, was not great for the first couple of months of the season. As a matter of fact, all right, let me give you this. In September, Juan Soto, 97 at-bats, 26 runs scored, 33 hits, six doubles, 10 home runs, 29 RBI. All right, so... 10 home runs, 29 RBI on a team that pretty much knew on September 1st they were not going to the playoffs and knew pretty much all – nobody thought the Padres were going to the playoffs. So it's not like they were playing super meaningful games. So 30 RBI and 10 home run, essentially, of his 35 and 109 – oh, we got to take a break here, right? I screwed this up again. I'm sorry. Um, Like – Let's let's not go, well, Juan Soto had a typical Juan Soto year. No, he did not. He was great in September. The games meant nothing. Great in September. He was not great the rest of the way. I'm sorry he wasn't. He was all right in August. He was not great the first four months of the season. When his team needed him the most, he was not. And I hate to kill Juan. I'm not trying to kill Juan. I'm just saying the Yankees going out and getting Juan Soto is not a slam dunk like everybody's making it. Because something has not been right about Juan Soto for the last two years. He has not been as consistent for whatever reason. I'll get to more on this when we can. But he is not. All right. We're going to blow off the trending. I butchered the clock. I'm sorry. I suck. We'll come back. Some thoughts on the Wizards next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. I was just trying to ta- uh, tally this up during the break. Just a note on Soto. 10 home runs, 29 RBI in September. 15 home runs and 45 RBI from August on. The Padres were pretty much out of it. I mean, not mathematically the entire time, but nobody thought they were going to the playoffs. They weren't playing in meaningful, meaningful games. You can't judge a player who has a big last month, month and a half of the year in lower level or less meaningful games the same way as if those games really mean something. And yet people do it all the time because they just look in the back 
of the baseball card or look in the stats and they say, oh, well, he hit 35 home runs. Well, yeah, he did. He should be acknowledged for that. But 15 of those home runs essentially came after the Padres season ended. I Something is not right with Juan Soto in terms of his overall, like, again, the numbers are not going to tell you that. You have to look and you have to watch and you have to see. And I'm, I can't tell you I watched every Padre game, but I've seen plenty of Padre games. And I watched a ton of highlights, both online and on TV. And, you know, I tracked the Padres because I was so interested in finding out if they would, if they would you know, be great and they just could never find any kind of footing last year. They could just never find any kind of footing. All right, um, a quick thought on the Wizards. So they lost last night to Joel Embiid and the Sixers. That's not the news. That's not the news. They only lost by a couple points, four or five points, whatever it was. The Sixers got to the free throw line a ton of times. I think it was like 32-33. Wizards only like seven or eight times. The story from last night's game is they lost Daniel Gafford early in the game. He did come back midway through the second quarter, and they still hung around with the Sixers in at one point at a 10-point lead midway through the second quarter. And then before you knew it, the Sixers had like a one-point lead, and you know they were back and forth. And, you know, again, the Sixers are the better team. But this is how you want, for the most part, the Wizards to lose if they're going to lose, which is close, competitive games, feisty, spirited performances, defense not awful. I mean, it's not good. Not awful. Not giving up 140 points. The last two losses that they had, last Friday night at Orlando and last night against the Sixers, there are signs of improvement. There are encouraging signs. And by the way, Bilal Koulibaly is awesome. I mean, I know everybody wants wins. I get it. I know you're not paid to lose close games. I got that as well. But Jordan Poole was good last night. Defensively, again, they were better. The Sixers just killed them at the free throw strike. And Embiid, obviously, is Embiid. And we knew that would be a bad matchup, as it always is, especially against this year's team where they lack quality defensive big men. But I don't walk away going, oh, this is going to be like a four-year process. I don't. So that's good. All right, let's uh, squeeze in uh, Pauly here before the timeout. And dum-dum of the day. What's up, Pauly? How are you? Rufio, how you doing, man? Holly, what's going on? A couple things I just want to get real quick, man. Number one, I haven't been to a game since 2010. So, (laughs) (laughs) here you go. You know what I mean? And uh, a lot of the callers is right there. I'll say this. They better get this general manager and head coaching thing right. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, we we don't have no tolerance for ownership any longer. So it, it wasn't a good look, like like my man Lou said, on the bye week, before and nine. You know, they could have waited to the end of the season or something mm-hmm. like that to throw that out there. But um, also, man, on the Wizards, you heard you talking about the Wizards, man. Yeah, it, 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 it can look like that, but the NBA is different from the NFL 
Well, a team could go forward and forward and thirteen and uh and be in close games and say, man, he's looking up. But the NBA, you know, you could play like that for two or three games and then six games in a row can get the doors beaten off you. You know what I mean? So you just don't be fooled by that just because they played the Sixers in, a, in another game kind of close, man. It's still not a good team. Oh, and I agree. Last but not least, man. Yeah. Last but not least, man, I was listening to you guys earlier, but not too long ago, and had me laughing. I got to do it, Russell. I got to do it, Rufio. Can I do it, Rufio? Go ahead. Can I do it? Go ahead. Leave the gun. Grab the cannoli. Hail to the W. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Polly. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I don't know. I might. I, I have a. I have a window where I think I might be able to do something. I might have to figure this out. I might have to figure this out. By the way, just a note on the uh, Padres. On uh, September the fir- they finished 82 and 80. On September the first, the San Diego Padres. Were sixty three and seventy three. They were ten games under five hundred. I mean, for anybody to say that Juan Soto September is the same as if they were in contention, I, I mean, it's impressive that they finished strong. Not the same. Not the same. Not the same at all. All right, um, we got to take a timeout. So we can stay on schedule here. Dumb Dumb of the Day coming up next. And um, I already forgot what the the hell we're going to do. What are we going to do? Oh, yes, that's right. That's right, 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 right. Again, my brain is overloaded. We're going to keep it sports. Wait till you hear what happened to a team in the AFC South. In the AFC South, and it has nothing to do with football. That's next, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What is this tune? The who did you steal my money? <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, that is tremendous. All right. That is going to lead us into uh, how we like to end up the show each and every day as long as we can control it. Damn it. Today we can control it. An AFC South team with a double loss this week. 
It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. Uh, If it wasn't bad enough for the Jacksonville Jaguars to have lost to Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals the way they did, overtime losing Trevor Lawrence, maybe for the rest of the regular season, they were nine, nine and a half point favorites. You know, because, of course, the odds makers know all, all the time what they're doing. Well, what they didn't know until a couple of months ago was that a former employee, now a former employee, of the Jaguars from 2019 through 2023, earlier this year, was stealing money from the organization to the tune of $22 million. That's right. You know, you might say, well, how could that go unnoticed? Well, apparently he was using the organization's virtual credit card program. I don't know exactly what that is, but that's got to be just like an easy way to green light expenditures and whatnot. And apparently he used the money to buy, among other items, according to The Athletic, who did the initial reporting on this, two vehicles, a condominium, a designer watch worth over $95,000 and also invested some of the money in cryptocurrency and also placed bets with online gambling sites. Now, the guy's name is Amit Patel. His name sounds really familiar. I don't know. His name sounds oddly familiar, but whatever. Maybe Maybe I'm just confusing it with a story on this I've seen earlier. I don't know. But the team confirmed in the court filing district court down in Jacksonville that they are listed as business A. They don't list the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they confirmed that in February of this year, they terminated Amet Patel's employment of the individual named in the filing, they said. They cooperated fully with the FBI. He was a former manager of financial planning and analysis who took advantage of his position to covertly and intentionally commit significant fraudulent financial activity at the team's expense for his personal benefit. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Mm, There's more than the chicken police involved here. He had nothing to do with football, personnel, or anything like that. Um, They went through accounting firms and all that stuff. They conducted a comprehensive independent review when they figured out that something was amiss here. And now Patel, who, again, was a member of the organizations, was listed as a coordinator, financial planning analysis, and then a manager, was fired in February. He oversaw the company's monthly financial statements and department budgets, served as a club administrator of the virtual credit card program, which allowed certain authorized employees to request VCCs, the virtual credit card program, for business-related purchases or expenses. So you want to guess, Mr. Patel, what's going to happen to him? Well, he's going to jail probably for the rest of his life. He may be required to forfeit property in the amount of at least $22,221,454. But who's counting? His attorney filed a waiver of indictment and waived prosecution by indictment on Tuesday. So we will see where he goes from here. But Ahmet Patel, 
You stealing $22 million from my guy Tony Khan and Shad Khan? How dare you? How dare you, you big dum-dum? Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. All right. Lionel Willingham is up next. And for Craig Hoffman, along with Anthony Haney, thanks to Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Thanks to you for being a part of the show. Uh, not going to have a ton of time for phone calls tomorrow. We'll sprinkle some in. Uh, so just know that in advance. We're in Boston for the Army-Navy game presented by USAA. See you there from Beantown tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.